This is a HeadGum Original. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I just want to know. You should record the Zoom. <laughs> I should record the Zoom. Check, check, Absolutely. one, two, one, zoom. I do a lot of physical comedy, so it's very important. <laughs> and it really plays the on the podcast. It does. <laughs> um, we are back. We're, oh, there's a mosquito. We have two guests. We have the mosquito in my room. And we have another little voice on the pod today. It's not just me. It's not just Jeff. We got Melanie fucking Bracewell on the pod. Much like a mosquito, I'm a little bloodsucker. <laughs> to ruin your life. You are incredible. Purely from an accent perspective. I don't um, have an accent. I don't know what you guys are talking about. A, a Kiwi? This is neutral. How's that? Is it a Kiwi? Auckland? Oh, no. Jesus. You sound like... Ever, ever been so to, sorry Ever been him. to Melbourne? So you're trying to do a New Zealand accent, but then you're referring to an Australian Australia. city. <laughs> you, you can't even... Just Auckland. My you know, favourite place is the, the Opera House. It's his character he's working on. It's a Kiwi who wants to live in Sydney. Yeah. (laughs) It's a really niche character he's working on. Well, Melanie's here. Melanie has done so much. You are a comedian. You are a writer, notably on Wellington Paranormal, Seven Days. Your Jacinda Ardern impressions are unbelievable. Um, The Prime Minister of New Zealand for... Our majority yeah, American audience. For those of you who don't know, she is like the iconic PM of New Zealand and a 2018 Billy T Award winner, the top up-and-coming comedy award in New Zealand. You have done um, so much research. My mum doesn't even know what the Billy T Award is. So great. Send this to her and this yeah. is your way of being we'll like, I made it, mom. I'm on a niche American podcast, so how do you like me now? Oh, I love it. Melanie, it's what? So it's noon to you. 12 p.m. It is 12.08, the dream time <laughs> to do a podcast. It's noon 08. Um, noon 08, baby. I'm acclimatizing. Tell me I should ask this. What's like the COVID situation over there? I'm so curious because like I've been oh. looking at New Zealand just being like, take me with you. I would I would like to be let in, please. Oh, um, it was so good. Is life like normal? It was normal? so good for a long time. Like 100 <laughs> days, we were COVID free. And then about two mm-hmm. weeks ago... Um, it was like, psych, there's some people with COVID and we don't know how they got it. So now we're back Whoa. like into wearing Lockdown. masks and stuff. But it's yeah. so funny because it's like Donald Trump has put out these things being like, New Zealand's had a massive outbreak. They thought they had it under control. And our massive outbreak is like four people. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, shut it down. Don't touch anyone. Yeah. Oh, my disgusting. God. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, my friend was studying abroad in, uh, in Auckland and she, uh, 
was yeah going to bars like it was normal and it was like I was so jealous yeah and then the clubs all shut down right as I learnt the WAP dance you know it's all very upsetting <laughs> sorry the one where you do a full split and kind of sprawl on yeah, the ground like on I was, the floor I was just about to show that off to all the people in the club and then they shut them down so I can't and and you can tell that you frequent the clubs by the way you say club like it, you sound so yeah, comfortable you know down it. to down to the 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 old night spots <laughs> oh my god um well we're here and we are talking about a subject that's i think near and dear to jeff it might be near and dear to you talking class. about clubs you're right? talking about clubs and where right. do you find magic Melanie. You find it in the clubs. clubs. I'm often uh, <laughs> stopping people and going, you know, you want my number? Well, how about you pick a card? Any card. <laughs> uh, and it's very cool. And how does that go? So, so you do show them a magic trick for them yeah. to get your number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of the time they change their mind. Um. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, oh, yeah, I, would, I mean, I can see where this goes. And then you fuck up the magic trick. And they're like, actually, I think this is taking too long. We have to go. Oh, man, a lot of dead rabbits uh, at nightclubs. It really kills the mood. God. That supposes that you're walking into the nightclub with a top hat on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't you guys. Hold on, doing the wop dance at a time, <laughs> balance the dove underneath. The scent of rotting rabbit carcasses. Oh, we are talking about beginner magic kits and spa. I know, dude. Do either of you have any experience? Just kind of magic in general, but any beginner magic kit experiences, memories. Jeff left. I'm here, I'm here. Um, <laughs> he okay. disappeared. That was Kit. his first <laughs> Give it up for Jeff. <laughs> oh, where'd he go? But usually when he goes off like this off screen, he's usually getting a prop or changing. Or... Not this time, not this oh. time. Is that what you're doing, Jeff? Um, if you notice anything okay. new, it'll be purely by coincidence. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow, velvet. I used to do magic as a tweensman, Bracewell. And uh, basically what I would often do is like, so you would say, I would say, hey, do you have a coin, right? You give me the coin, yeah. I put it in a bag, flip a switch. It's a gag kind of thing where it, this lever comes down, opens a new pocket. And then I'm like, reach in there yeah. for your coin. And then you reach your hand in, coin's gone. So Wow. And you're like, Jeffrey James, mind freak. <laughs> exactly right. I had the Chris Angel haircut. <laughs> and how old were you when you did this Well, trick? how old are you when you're a junior in college? Oh, dear God, oh, Jeffrey. No. Oh, no. Sorry, uni. <laughs> yes. I, I made the translation in my head, but thank you. Uh, um, yeah, no, I used to do magic. Absolutely, I used to do magic. I saw this... And I talked about this on a different podcast, so yesterday, you can go check that out. We wa I watched this Disney Channel original movie called Mostly Ghostly. The kid in it, the main character, loved magic, and it kind of helped him get a girl. And so I had to get the jacket, I had to get the magic kit, and um, it didn't work. Did you just try and rhyme jacket with magic kit? <laughs> I did not get the girl. From the magic. Oh, no. So there's that. There was, a, there was a plot twist none of us saw coming. Right? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That was the real pullback and reveal. <laughs> yeah. did you have, Jeff, did you have a favorite trick that you would do or one that you were, like, really proud of that you were like, now this this is it? Glad this you asked. Pull. So there was these, these two black things, right? And uh, underneath them was a hollow peanut butter container. And then underneath that is jelly. One one can of jelly in one of them. So I would 
I would uh, pull the thing uh-huh. up, and there would be jelly and peanut butter, and then I would put it down, and then adjust how I was holding them, and then pull them up again, mm-hmm. and then they would be switched. But it really, there's just four objects. Um, oh. This is really good content. <laughs> Melanie, did you ever perform as a magician before you were a comedian? Uh, yeah, this is where I started my performing career. I would almost hold my friends as hostage while I performed a show called Mystical Melanie. But it was uh, almost like I didn't have any actual tricks. Like the tricks were so dumb that I thought they'd be funny. So it would be like, I'm going to disappear and then like make them close their eyes while I went home. So you were a comedy uh, magician. <laughs> you were a bit. So like, you also are a like, virgin. No. So you also are a virgin. Yeah. Who told you? <laughs> I, I feel a kinship. There's that. No, but it was, it was good. So you would just leave? Yeah, I would actually go home. Was that the only trick? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I can't really remember all of them, but I just remember like doing them at the time and then my friends later being like, oh, we were really forced to endure that. <laughs> Oh, me no. thinking that they were just sort of recurring members, just like wanting more action. <laughs> yeah. Um, you thinking like we're all, we're all in on this together, and they're just like, yeah, no. exactly. That's Dude. the first inkling that you were going to be a comedian, though, because you left the building. You didn't just hide in a yeah. closet. <laughs> I actually never saw those friends again. After that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the best trick of all. That's so <laughs> you tragic. made them disappear. <laughs> well, they think I'm dead, but it was all it was a lot of commitment to the book. <laughs> Uh, Riley, what about you? Magic? So there's this place in Santa Monica. It's this little magic theater called Magicopolis. (laughs) No way, And it's a really tiny, like, 40-seat theater. Like, little old (laughs) That's too many seats. That's too many seats. Obviously, it'll never be sold out. And the front of it, like, the front of... It was a store. It was, like, a magic store. But then they also did shows in the back theater and so for two consecutive years when I was nine or ten I had back-to-back birthday parties each year at Magicopolis where I had like friends come and like invite them to this magic show and then we'd all like they would give us little like uh, they would give us little kind of beginner tricks when we left um but two things one the show was exactly the same every time. There were no new tricks. There were no new magicians. I saw it one year and the, with a group of friends, and the next year it was exactly the same show. And the tricks were like really just fine. <laughs> the thing about them doing the same show twice is they're relying on the fact that most people are into magic for like three months of their life, <laughs> and then they move on to something else. They would never expect anyone to go to a magic show, and then a whole year later still yeah. be into magic. <laughs> And so I was like enthralled again and all my friends were just like, oh my God, we're still at Magicopolis. Um, but I know, I mean, like in in a COVID-free world, that's what I would like to do for my birthday next year is go and see that same show like 10, 15 years later. Also, like as a New Zealander, we don't have much like fun things to do. So we look at America and we look at like <laughs> Disneyland and all the crazy mm-hmm. cool things you can do in America and then the crappy sort of New Zealand theme parks. So the fact that you had those like opportunities afforded to you and you went to Magicopolis twice, that actually upsets me <laughs> as a child. How is your reaction to this story, Jeff? Jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. 
Damn it! But they, I remember they would give us like the little tricks afterwards of like of the rings, and it's like, oh, when I hit the two rings together, yeah, and now yeah. they're attached. But it was like yes. so clearly the little the little slit. Uh, latch on one of them. Yeah, my my niece just got into magic, and I went to like a uh, one of her birthday parties, and it's so funny because they're all kind of all in a circle. So I think some of them can see the trick, and they're all like eight years old, so they're not afraid to call it out. He'd be like, yeah. it disappeared, and someone'd be like. I see it. It's in your hand. Oh, no. <laughs> you just watch Shut up, the, like, Shut up. life drain out of this magician. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> My godfather um, is an Irish priest, and he also loves sleight of hand magic. Um, but he only knows a couple tricks, but, like, loves them. And so one of the tricks that he does, he has, like, part of a... He's like a plastic, it looks like the top of a thumb and it's like a little plastic thing and you can hide like a little handkerchief or or like a squishy ball or something up there. But he has had that little plastic thumb for God knows how long. <laughs> so now it just looks like decrepit and Patina. withered and yeah. like it is so, he, he pulled it out for my nephew when my nephew visited and like one he's northern irish so my nephew can't understand a word he says anyway and my nephew was like three at the time so he just saw this like tall irish man like with a gross ass thumb, like, like and the thumb was also used so much that it was kind of open so you could see like the string coming out of it but like we didn't want to say anything to him because like he loved sharing this trick but and we didn't have the heart to be like father patty you simply must get a new thumb is all magic just humoring the performer? It like, really is. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Can <laughs> you, man? Can I, okay, yeah, I, I actually, it is exact. I, have, I was performing magic for my old babysitter. She became a family. How fr- old were you when you did this? <laughs> I was like ten. When you say my. My old babysitter, so like not even your babysitter at that moment, like you somehow yeah. met up with the babysitter that you had before. I you aged out of it and then did a magic show. Well, it's so it's an absolute Sophie's choice because if I say that I was old enough to not need a babysitter, then it's sad that I was doing magic. But if I say that it was my old babysitter and I had a current babysitter at the time, then it's just weird. But I performed magic. I was old enough to not need a babysitter. Still performing magic. I think I was eleven or twelve. <laughs> And the trick went wrong. And I <laughs> ran away crying, absolutely no. sobbing oh, up God. the stairs. And she came oh, in and was like, God, no, like it was really like good. Like, and I was like <laughs> you should not you should not have tried to do the cut a woman in half thing. It didn't quite work out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what the trick was? It was the peanut do? butter thing and I, I didn't oh. have a grip on it, so I, <laughs> two j- two jams, yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> oh, you were so embarrassed. You started crying. I was like, I had one shot. I had one shot. It wasn't good. Don't tell me it was good. Um, oh and we all know that babysitter remembers that moment and laughs yeah. about it frequently. Yes, absolutely. Um, on that note, we do have to take a break. But we'll be right back with some reviews on beginner magic kits with Melanie Bracewell.
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It, I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies about. and it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency, like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy, speaking of busy schedules, and I there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union, what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? (laughs) If if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help 
Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 listen. Alpha and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there, and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like Nick Kroll, guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was... Probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. And we're back. Uh, Melanie, my brother-in-law is from Melbourne. Does that change anything in the way you think about me? Why do you think that changes something? What, what, What do you think that would change? Your, bro- your brother-in-law, so like your your sibling is married to someone who is from Melbourne. He's from, well, he, he's actually not, fr- he studied in Melbourne. He's actually from right, yeah, Wichita. Right, okay, so he's been, he's been to Melbourne. He, he, well, he connected um, through Melbourne to get to, yeah, to get to Malaysia. Oh, okay, right, he's been to the town hall. You know what, it um, might have not been Melbourne, it might have been, it might have been Hawaii. He might have connected through Hawaii to get to Malaysia. <laughs> So they're not similar at all. Mm. So, uh, mm. so I guess like that, that would make me sort of have a, have more respect for you as a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, kind of see me as more cultured, more worldly, traveled. Mm, not really. Mm. Have you been? Have you been to? Again, straight like that is a disrespect. <laughs> like, I'm not Australian. We're an entirely different country. We have a different prime minister, a different government. Right, right, right. For sure, for We're sure, just for sure. like near. Definitely. We're just near the other. It's like me being like, well, I actually have an uncle that uh, went to Toronto, so I sort of get your thing. Well, to be uh, fair, Toronto's so close to where I grew up in America that I I would feel a kinship. I really would. Okay. God <laughs> damn it. I'll just I really up. appreciate He'll find that, a way. Actually. He'll always find a way. I love that. Um, no, he shouldn't. <laughs> Melanie, would you like to start us off with our first review? Yes. Our, my first review is from um, Michelle and Bob, who have rated it <gasps> okay. five out of five stars. Have you got the same review? Beautiful. Oh, no, can't. I just love that. I love that a couple is reviewing a magic kit. Yes, I've loved. I loved all the reviews because a lot of them were f- like bought for children, and, and then the adults review it. Oh yeah, great. for yeah. sure. Uh, Riley, um, what are their last names? Michelle and Bob Weeg. Weeg. Michelle. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's spelled. It's sorry. It's spelled like wig, but it's pronounced Weeg. Michelle and Bob Weeg. Right. I got this set because my four-year-old wanted a magician's hat and cape. Little did I know. I was about to learn magic. This set <laughs> is absolutely amazing. The pieces, in brackets, both the costume and props, are great quality, and we have so much fun playing with it. I watched the how-to videos and love that it not only shows you how to do the trick, but also gives you an idea of the setup for it. 
It's very awkward. <laughs> so, the first step. <laughs> and it only kind of tells you. Imagine if it just dropped you in midway. <laughs> It's it's very awkward for a beginning magician to tell the story or make the joke that gives them the time and opportunity to perform sleight of hand without being obvious. I can't say enough good things about this. I love the fake coin, the one you can bite and take a piece out of. It is so cool and fun and has a great wow factor. The thing I love most of all, though, is the magic colouring book trick. So simple and so impressive. Seriously, I could go on all day. Or you can just click add to cart and see for yourself. <laughs> oh my god. It's so cool. <laughs> I bought it for a four-year-old. And the four-year-old also, is just in the corner while they're doing the magic trick. I love that also like they're very aware of that. It's like... the. The magic is not just the trick, that it's like it's the entertainment factor and like the setup and the banter and like <laughs> the like conversation beforehand, but they have to learn it. I'm always so amazed. Yeah, by the people who like leave a positive review on anything. Like <laughs> to love something so much that it like causes you enough passion to go on the website and let everyone know that it's the greatest experience of your life. Well, that's why I love doing this show though because the it's it's either five stars or one stars for the most part and people just like have yeah. such strong opinions. Yes. I I weirdly stumbled across people doing reviews for cat food uh, <laughs> as their cat. So no. they would write it no. and be like Wow, when my owner pours uh, farina fresh into my bowl, I can hear it and I come scampering along. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) I just imagine they're in couples counseling. Well, you know, Doc, you said that we should do a hobby together, just kind of something to bond us. It's been 25 years of marriage. That's right. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, honey, I mean, we found it, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's arrived in the mail and, you know, um, little Timmy was really excited to open the present. I sort of helped him unwrap it. I was sort of like, oh, give it, give it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. So, so you, you've included your, your son in kind of something that can bond you as a family together? Well, yeah, well he, he's like the audience, yeah. you know. Like, he, he gets he gets a lot of enjoyment out of it, I, I think. Yeah. You know how yeah. New York City is kind of like a, a sixth character in Friends? Absolutely. Everyone knows that. Our son is like the third, yeah. he He's sort of part of the... Sorry, don't call your son the third. <laughs> but um, he's like the third part of this kit in a way. Yeah. Sorry, I, they, they I think non speaking clarific- role like we don't we don't let him talk yeah, during our performances and we don't let him you know, sometimes he breathes quite loudly and we go shh, shh you're ruining it. <laughs> um, and but you know, I feel like it's brought you know, us closer together. Yeah. We might be less that's close with our beautiful. kid, but we're closer together. Mm. And that's p- the point of this therapy. Yeah. Where is okay. he, by the way? I've forgotten. Uh, your son? You... you forgot where your son is? Uh, yeah. Well, it's fine I to feel, be in a hot car. Like... It's fine to be in a hot car for like 45 minutes, right? <laughs> Isn't the yeah. cutoff an hour? You absolutely know. You know what? Go get your kid, then come back to the office. This is unbelievable. All right. I'll be, we, all right. We can okay. still continue the session. I'll go get him. You, but... you guys continue. I'll go get him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, okay. He's um, going to get the kid. Linda, I'm going to need more clarification on what exactly this activity 
activity is because I think I remember suggesting to you guys something like, you know, taking more outings together, you know, maybe going mm-hmm. to a picnic, a uh, little date night, something like that. I'm so glad you found an activity. I, I'd love to hear more about that. I, I mean, I, I struggle to call it an outing. Like we we actually haven't really, like this is the first time we've left the house since getting the kit. But this today is the first time you've left the house since getting a kit? Yeah, like six, six weeks ago. Like it, it arrived and we just were so engrossed with it. We're, like there's this one where it's like a coin and you bite into it and there's a bite mark in the coin and you know you have to kind of actually sorry let me just do it for you for a second look um oh okay so, okay, so you've got a magic like, kit this this is a coin obviously mm-hmm. oh no sorry that was supposed to sorry i've got this other one with this jelly and this peanut butter no, no, no it's, no, he, it's really okay i i get it i i, I, I I um I think the trick is I mean you just told me what it was before you did it. I mean you're just you, kind of like making me really nervous. I come back in holding like a hula hoop with a curtain attached to it, kind of scurrying it along. All right, I pull it down. Our son is there, sort of sobbing. Now you see him. I pull it up again and then drop it, and he's gone. Now you don't. <laughs> oh oh my god, that was actually really good. Where where did he go? I t- could not tell you for the life of me. That was the first time it worked. Honey, I don't know what I yeah, did. Yeah, it's kind of hard because I come with these instruction kits, but like the, the print is quite small, yeah. so you can't actually read sometimes the end of the trick. So a lot of the time we'll sort of get halfway through it and, you know, the, the bringing him back thing's a bit more difficult. But the setup yeah. is beyond me. I mean, it's just so simple to get a grasp on how to start the trick. I'm going to have to stop you guys right here. I am so so encouraged by the fact that it seems like you two have really strengthened your bomb through this what I'm what I'm kind of gathering is a magic, magic kit, kit that you ordered online. Yeah. I think that's what wonderful. gave it away. Um well I mean you the the coin the we, ne- just we never reveal fully... our tricks. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't think you know how to do the trick is the things uh Toby. Uh, it, clearly from, you don't know how to bring your son back that all being said this is fully outside of kind of what i'm qualified to do in terms of your kid Mm. um i i know a couple other good family-based therapists to recommend but um i think before we do any of that you simply i i know i would feel uh, more comfortable ending the session if you did bring timmy back um I mean, how much? No, time it shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. You should. We shouldn't have to. Hmm. We shouldn't have to hem and haw over it. Is the no? Thing. We're not Ooh, hemming or hawing. Really good suggestion. Like, I don't want to look. I know you're a professional, and I know you think. Not you a know suggestion. You sim- You have um, to bring your son back. There has to be a way. I mean, yeah. therapy. It's. I mean, you're supposed to provide us with tools, right? So I would love. Yeah, totally. And I feel like a lot of this that you're talking about yourself, and yeah. really should be about us. Um, like you would love to see our kid. You would love to see the kid. Yeah. For us, this is a miracle yeah, like, like, to get him out of here. What? <laughs> I would love to see. Your, I would love for your kid to be safe and okay. Has nothing Pick to do with card, me. Pick a card. Any card. Absolutely not. No. No. I what slap the-, the cards on the floor. No. There's only <laughs> one turned up. <laughs> Was this your card? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is insane. It's your credit Timmy card. just fully <laughs> poofs back in. <laughs> what? There he is. Uh, no, don't just... there. How did you... Do? I throw up. How is this happening? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how much the kit cost? Twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> that is the real magic. And I think we can all agree Truly. on that. Cut to home. All right, son, uh, what do you want for lunch? Um, I would, uh, peanut butter jelly sounds fine. 
Honey, get the trick. Okay, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> oh no, no, guys, I, I love that. I'm so glad we you said this. Do I'm, so glad you said this. I'm just oh. really hungry. Oh, he loves it. He honestly loves it. Here you go, honey. Peanut butter and jelly, and the Great. two black things that you referred to earlier. <laughs> she switches them. Wow, that's great. That's awesome. Could you use the knife? I'm not allowed to use the knife yet, so can you kind of scoop it out, put it on the bread for me? Oh, the knife's gone through my hand. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding. That one out. wasn't a trick. That one wasn't a trick. Yeah, oh. we gotta get you to the hospital. Get it off. All right, uh, start the car. I'll keep it hot. Timmy, you get in the front. What? <laughs> you care about the wrong thing. <laughs> you absolutely care about the wrong thing. Ever since the little runt was born, our relationship hasn't been as hot. So let's get that done first, and then we can care about his education. What do you, what do you mean it's not, not as hot? Like, this is, I felt like things were going really well between us, like, recently. Like. No, recently they've been great. Recently, ever since the kit came. I fear that once the, the love of the magic dies down, so will, like, the magic in the bedroom die down. So you, you think we should order another, like, Hot Wheels or something? <laughs> something, 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 we could, like, we could, like, buy a present for Timmy um, and then use it to... To better our relationship. I in a do really way. like Hot Wheels, but I'd like to play with them. Mm, it's not going to work then. Um, mm. Baseball mitt? I've always dreamed of playing catch with you, Dad. Oh, Why are you rolling no. your eyes? Neglect makes us horny, Timmy. <laughs> okay? That's, that's the through line we've worked out here. Gotta feed the little guy. Ooh, I can't. I'm like hard because I haven't done it yet. Right? <laughs> He hasn't had his smuckers, and I need I need like a physical attention. He hasn't had a smucker, and I need to fuck her. <laughs> oh, that's anyway. really good. God, oh. he hasn't had a smucker, and I'd sort of like to. I'm fuck so her. I hate what I said. It's I hate what I said. Absolutely a shirt. <laughs> no, I hate what I said. Okay, this is a review for ideal magic spectacular magic suitcase. <laughs> good title, um, great title. You can't argue with that. A lot of adjectives. Um, <laughs> this is from... I, from wait, did you say ideal? Ideal magic, spectacular magic suitcase. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it contains over a hundred tricks. Yeah. <laughs> call, Sorry. You can't call your own product ideal. <laughs> All right, this review is from Elswicky. Um, Melanie, you got Just, a last name for oh, Elswicky. Else wiki feet, I think. Uh. <laughs> Else wiki feet, five stars. Here we go. I got this for my eight-year-old son for Christmas. I didn't think he liked it at first because he opened it and just took it into his room. Then about a week after Christmas, he opened it up and began to play with it. He played with it for days and kept getting me to watch him do tricks. He even put on a show for his brothers. He loved it, and I loved seeing him off his iPad for a change without me having to make him. The other kids also told me they wished I would have got them one. <laughs> and that's it. Aww, that's very The cute. idea of get, being gifted something and then just taking it somewhere else. <laughs> so did you like it, or... Hmm? Oh, I just no! I put it in my oh room. my god, the the coloring books you got me so cool, so cool. So I just I kind of popped them in my closet. Okay, well, what about like sort of the perishable goods that we gave you, like the the, the food, like the, the mm-hmm. stuff that really should go in the fridge? Like, how's mm-hmm. that going? Oh my god, I mean, like I can tell all of the hard work you you put into into making that um, that orzo salad, and right. it does look spectacular. I can't wait to eat it. Um, so just for safekeeping, put it in my drawer. 
In my room. Just put it in a drawer. For safekeeping, you put it not in a refrigerated space? You think so? I can't wait to eat it, though. Like, guys, I... There's dairy like, in it. Th- and thank you again so much for welcoming me to the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so honored to, to moved in next to you guys. You seem like amazing neighbors. Um, what, what about the... Um, like, we were feeling really generous, and we, we, we got you a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I cannot. I cannot believe you did that. That is like. That is, I, yeah. I, I She's sort of a higher up executive it. at Ford, so he gave you a fusion. It looks and, incredible. Uh, like the mileage on this thing. It's my favorite color. It's in a ditch. Love the blue. It's upside down in a ditch. You know, just for safekeeping. For just safekeeping. Just yeah. Dug a little ditch. Yeah. Put it in the ditch. It's totaled. I'll take it out probably in a week. We were sort of doing like a sort of twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> right. Kind of thing. Yeah, we yeah. did get you <laughs> a, a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, mm-hmm. What sort of happened to that? You know, it was the tree that is and kind the, of and the part, like, we've given it an environment. Absolutely, right. absolutely. You, um, you've given it the whole thing with the car, with the orzo. It, I found that the, it was kind of cramped for cramped for space, cramped for space right. in the house. So we just kind of threw it under the okay, bed. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna try something because um, it's always space. I'm gonna under try the something. Bed. We're like pretty, we're fine. We do well. I'm gonna mm-hmm. write you a check. This is for a hundred thousand dollars. This is just pure cash. This is like I don't even have to move any money around. All you need to do is you just need to take it to the yeah. bank and they will put it in your in your bank account. Like that's that's sort of where you're oh, supposed to take you it. You ate that's, the check. That's where it's she just ate the check. Oh. Are you kidding me? You guys, I cannot thank you enough I don't think so. for your generosity. Um Do you live here alone, I mean, by the way? Is there anything <laughs> big house for I one do? person? I do. I'm just a single woman in Seattle, you know? That's me. Uh and I uh you know, if you guys, if ever you need to borrow anything, cup of sugar, you know, neighbors come in to borrow a cup of sugar, just just pop is on the, over. Is, is the cup of sugar sort of on the ground uh, in the garage? <laughs> sort of sprinkled? Yeah, yeah. spread around. Along it's, the concrete? It's all, it's you just wanna... for safekeeping. It's all just kind of sprinkled okay. on the floor. If you want to come over, just scoop it on up. Um, Can I ask you where you do banking? Yeah. Where where do you keep your money? My money? Yeah, I don't know how it could be any clearer, yeah. yeah. I don't use a bank. I do all That's cash. What I so all yeah. So it's just it's mostly for a safekeeping thing. Banks are for safekeeping. Yeah, exactly. Sort of the, the whole scatter point of it bank. around and just kind of like really push it far into different trash yeah, yeah. cans around the house, just so it's like okay, they're in a spot I know where they are. In trash bags that you um, take out to the street. <clears throat> hmm? Do you keep the trash the the cash in trash bags that you take out to the street on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. So mm-hmm. How do you make money? <laughs> <laughs> I really I'm a lawyer. Know, like you're a lawyer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lawyer. Defense attorney, or mm-hmm. do you keep them out of jail? Do you keep them out of jail? Well, like I keep them in place for safekeeping. So it's like I will, I'll find them like a house, like a safe house for them, um, kind of while they're awaiting trial, and that's where I'll go to kind of uh, do my consultations with them, do the appointments for them. Um, okay, so you're sort of sort of <clears throat> storing criminals, as it were, like. In a safe Again, house? I mean, like, some people think I'm like, I'm a little pack rat, but I'm actually pretty organized. Like, That's I'm not, not what you, we were you worried know, about. That's not organized. You're not organized at all. You, you think because you have a special place for everything that that's organization, but there needs to be a logic to it. There's, there's okay. no logic. There's granulated cane sugar all over your garage. I'm feeling a little judged for the way I organize my home. So let me ask you, like, do you, do you know where every $5 bill you ever have is in your house? Capital One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't generally keep cash, so. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, could could you tell me where 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 your car is? I don't think so. Garage. Yeah. Oh, it's just on the it's on the street. Yeah. Really. It's just, just you know, like with with the other cars, like I haven't kind of yeah rolled it into a ditch because it's I, I I like to drive my car, right. so I keep it somewhere to convenient, get places, really. right? 
Yeah, yeah. How do you guys make? You guys are pretty well off. What do you do? Like I said, she's a Ford executive, and I am yeah. right. A, but what do you do? I'm a fine you artist. I'm a fine artist, and I also run a art cura- I curate a gallery. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're a fine. You're a fine artist. Fine artist means you? that it's really high quality art. It doesn't mean that it's okay art. He just mm. gave you a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and you're being a little, a little touchy. And the check is inside of you. You're going to pass it. And this is the first time you've thought to ask what we do. You know, like we've been sort of sending you truckloads of gifts. You're a bachelor, it seems. You're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This is this is my bad. Um, I just, you know what? Ah, This is what I do. I... I I feel like I alienate people. They think I'm ungrateful. They think I'm. How are you this self-aware and (laughs) not making any changes? Terrible. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is how I was raised. You know, it's like we learn our we learn kind of how to organize, how to clean up from our from our families, and it's passed down. This is just kind of what um, this is. This is just who I am, and so. Can, Can you tell me more about your home life? Like what? What did your parents do? Like, mm-hmm. what wh- why do? were they like that? I mean, my mother was a homemaker. So, I mean, that's a full-time job. To she be was sure. taking care of the kids and cleaning and stuff. Is that what you mean by homemaker? May- like, she was constantly <laughs> building the house around us while we were still inside. She was like an architect. My dad was a contractor. Like, like the Sims kind of thing. Like Similarly to the Sims, she kind of, she'd put the, the, the kitchen sink in the bedroom for safekeeping. She'd put... Um, the closet in the safe, you know? So it's like, we just kind of grew up in an eclectic house. This is going to be an insanely invasive question, but I feel like we've gotten to that point. How do you have sex? Listen, my whole MO is keep it safe. Right. Safekeeping. Sure. Right? Bird in the hands with two in the bush, right? Meaning? You can't just say sayings like that and not give it. Speaking in platitudes. We're asking you to be specific. I put it in my hand. For safekeeping. Because I know it's there. So you finish the person with your hand or you just kind of let it flop on no it's just we'll just kind of walk around we'll just kind of walk around so you're holding him by the dick like a leash walking him around the neighborhood like a basset hound do you know what's crazy that is the most normal thing that you've seen (laughs) (laughs) we're a hit when we go to clubs in berlin let me tell you four police cars pull up (laughs) we got word that this was a a criminal safe house thank you guys so much i gotta run it I get into the car, fully reverse it out of the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, do we have one, time for one more review or, do, or should we uh, get to that last segment? Yeah, I've got time. Go ahead. All right. This is a four-star review of the Chris Angel Ultimate Magic Kit for beginners. Yes. Four stars from David, no last name. Uh, well, let's get a last name. Uh, Angel. He's like related. To David Central. Angel. <laughs> 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 Was a great gift. Unfortunately, my grandson liked it too much. He had already purchased it with his report card money. The return was a breeze. Thanks, Amazon. And then the title is Too Good to Be True. Wow. Sorry. What? His grandson already had it. Bought it with his report card money. Oh, my God. I guess the four stars is for how easy it was to return. Oh, wow. That's so so funny. It seems like such a specific gift to get the Chris Angel mind. Yeah. This made me laugh because in my head, the grandson didn't have it. He just didn't want it and wanted his grandfather to have the money back. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is such a good way to get out of a gift you don't like. A couple is on, like, a beach at sunset in, like, uh, Cabo. 
She, the woman turns and looks at the sunset. <laughs> the guy gets down on his knees. She turns back. Beatrice, these these last three years have been amazing. And I can't picture my life without you. I just, I want to wake up when we're f- 74 and I'm, I'm still being the little spoon. And I didn't write anything. I just want to do this on the spot. I, will you marry me? Um, I'm just like looking at the ring and it's like, I have one at home. Like I already, <laughs> like I've already got an engagement ring at, at home in my room. Like, so like, I don't need one. Like, sorry. Um, so awkward. Um, yeah. Hey, like, sorry. I, I already um, it, so. I, uh, I'm part of the resort. Hi, I come through. I have a box of, a box of a thousand roses. Um, this was, this is for Beatrice. Jeremy S is, is who paid it. Jeremy, I need I yeah, just need you to sign me. for it. I can't leave it. Sign for it. Um, during a proposal. Absolutely, I, I do have to leave it with you there and make you go. sure I got a confirmation. All right, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. No, 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 it's okay. Like, I've already got lots of like congratulations at home, so I don't actually need you to say that. Um, it's just like what a crazy coincidence. Like you're gonna have to like return that because you know. Where did I've you already... get another engagement ring? Um, That's such a specific ring. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess we like maybe should should have talked about that. Yeah, I, I I got engaged like a few weeks ago. To who? Your friend Mike. Like what? I was just. This is the thing is that like I always Mike have to accept. Mike yeah. to you. Yeah, like I always. I have this thing, like, I always have to accept gifts, so I had to accept it, but, like, unless I already have it at home. And so, like, I didn't have it, like, you, did, you should have got it in first, you know? Like, Sorry, me would've... again. Sorry, I'm back. Yeah, I, yeah, gotta, I don't. I got another yeah. envelope. Uh, Jeremy, this is, I think your your mother faxed this over to the resort. It is a deed to the house that she bought for you. I know way too much about this. Just, this was the house that we looked to, at together, your dream house, and I thought that I would give it to you and after we get engaged and it would be something you didn't have yet something you've always this wanted this is so awkward like what are the chances but like i genuinely i genuinely bought a dream house like honestly 3 days ago are you like, kidding it's crazy. you closed already yeah like it's like across the street but it's pretty much the same house so like i would feel so guilty accepting your house whilst i also like already have a dream house i closed like, the box you know what you bought a house without talking to me about it first. You said yes to my friend oh, proposing to you, which honestly, I might be more mad at him. Maybe this isn't right. Maybe this is a sign. I think this is a sign. Are you fuck? Are you breaking up with me right now, you dog? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You want me to be your mistress in your engagement to Mike? Honestly, I thought our relationship was stronger than this. A couple of speed bumps, and then you're just going to leave it all. Like, honestly... I thought we were really resilient. I thought we were really strong. And suddenly you're going to break up with me because I've already got a husband and a wife and a fucking house and like a box of roses. Like that's a couple of things. It's not the box of roses that I'm upset about. It's obviously not the roses. Hey, Beatrice. Hey, babe. Uh, I got the key. I got Mike. the key to our villa. Oh, what hey, dude, fuck? what's going on? Not what's going on. Can you You're clear things up Mike. with him? Honestly, he's being such a dick. Beatrice and I are getting hitched. I thought you'd be excited for us. First in, first in. It just kind of that's that classic saying. Why did you say yes? You're the only person who would say yes to someone you barely know getting married. The next woman that walks by, if I propose to her, she's not gonna say yes. Somebody walks by. <laughs> like, yeah, here we go. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? <gasps> oh my god. What? Is this 
real? No fucking way. Oh my, oh my god, yes! <laughs> You're shitting me! <laughs> this is no! so exciting! You're chatting on me! <laughs> I did nothing! It was to prove a point! You are disgust. Men are trash, honestly. I cannot believe this. Double wedding, double wedding, double wedding. <laughs> Don't say that. How did you already know? This shook me all week long. Melanie, ever heard of a little thing called eschaton? Eschaton. Glad you asked. Uh, so, it's. <laughs> do you know what sleep no more is? You forced the question. <laughs> I don't know what sleep she, no more is. <laughs> fuck. All right. It's immersive theater. I'm going off the rails as soon as I'm stumbling oh, across the like finish a, line. Like a... D- d- dinner theater thing a little bit it's like a maze it's not a maze so sleep no more is an experience i know so i'll explain it because i've done it it's an experience in new york it's like this five-story warehouse that has been transformed into this like immersive performance art like it's um every room every floor every every room on every floor it has a totally different theme and um, you walk in and it's kind of like a choose your own adventure you follow. And so the performers are all oh, on a loop. Yes. Um, and it's kind of like a story based off of Macbeth, kind right. of. They have a similar thing in like the um, London dungeons, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's, it's in the way that it's like you're, you're watching this story on a loop and, yeah. and you get to choose what kind of experience you want to have. You can follow one person for a while, then veer off it's and like follow really someone else. It's like really shitty Westworld. Maybe... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like Westworld but everyone's real and you yeah. can't talk. Um, so that's exactly what it is. So we did um, that, but over Zoom, right? So we went to a website oh. that had doors and you click the door and then it opens a Zoom meeting and you're in that room, right? And what shook me specifically is, God, I'm getting red in the face just talking about it. Oh my it. God, I, mean, I know exactly Willa, what you're going to talk Willa about. Willa in the Cherry Lounge was an absolute flirt and yeah it made me feel good about myself and she so for some background huh? think she's Willa, you so this each room had a different theme so it's like they uh, this thing called eschaton which is so cool everyone should try it and don't they basically, say what i think you're like, about to just say because i don't think how can I think you it was get the same experience of something like sleep no more but during covid time like how can we get that through a computer and so um each room had a different theme so the cherry lounge like on the bottom of it it's, it was like come in for a sultry for a normal ride. conversation like, so that might turn she's into following more a kind of script uh, and you thought that that was personalized <laughs> a little, to yeah, you yeah you thought she was uh, well, let's hang on a minute, Bracewell, because she was talking to some guy from Pennsylvania, like right as I entered the lounge, right, and uh, wasn't nearly as titillating as my conversation with Willa. As soon as I co- sort of took the reins, she was complimentary of my posture. She said that she wanted to see me again at the next next eschaton, and she remembered my name when I came back through the cherry lounge to get to a different room. Nary fifteen minutes. So you later. came back, and can you explain? I had to, but it was also to see if she wanted to. I don't know, get a drink with me. Can you explain <laughs> no. what your name was in eschaton, Jeff? My name was Rodney. My name was Rodney. You so can that's change why your it name. Says, yeah, they encourage you to. I wasn't gonna have an ask. Alias. I wasn't. I saw it come up as Rodney, and I thought, I, I maybe this is a bit that's already been explained in the podcast, so I don't want to bring it up. No. No, this was as of like five days ago. But I also had a meeting. So I had a meeting at Headgum today. Yeah. 
And it was like fine that my name was Rodney. Like people razzed me anyways, regardless of what my name is in the chat. But then I had a different meeting with Riley and I's commercial agent. And this was our new agent that we have never met before. And so there was like eight minutes that she didn't let me into the meeting room because she thought I was someone else. And oh she's like, my God. She's like, sorry, who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Jeffrey. I'm Jeffrey James. But my name says Rodney. I can explain. And then um, I got dropped as a client. I absolutely got dropped. You know, um, you can change it back, right? I you know, can change but your name I back. You're a little annoyed that Willa might not be able to get in touch. <laughs> I don't want to show up as Jeffrey in the next Eschaton. Because, yeah, exactly right. Willa won't put two and two together, I don't think. Because I won't be wearing no. the same cable-knit, chunky sweater that I was on Saturday, Melanie. She can remember your face. Really? You don't have to wear the same dark sweater. So you're saying my face is memorable. Stop taking everything as a compliment. I appreciate uh. that. I really do. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I found love. I found love in a hopeless place. So um, Okay, well, uh, last night we watched a documentary. Oh, my God. It's called Chicken People. Okay. A couple people recommended it to me. It is literally its best in show, but for chickens. And it's real. And so it's like these people every year there is like an Ohio poultry like convention this is festival something whatever. you made. And so, I wish, man. I think I've heard of the stock. It's like it's really first of all, it's really well yeah. made. It is very sad. Um and you follow kind of like three or four specific people and like you go to the you hear all about their lives and you see like the each person has like maybe a hundred to five hundred chickens, <laughs> and it's really remarkable. And in the competition? No, that you only bring one chicken to the competition, and like it's rem- it's it's unbelievable. I, the first of all, I didn't think I would learn as much about chickens I as I now know. I owned a chicken um, because, <gasps> um, and this is such a stupid story, but it's like um, in primary school we had to do that thing we had to look after an egg. And like not make the egg break. Oh yeah. And my mum was like, it'd be really funny if you bring in a baby chick to school the next day and say it hatched. And so I did that. Like my mum called up all these places to get like a baby chicken so I could bring it into school to do one kind of stupid joke of like, I took care of it really well. Um, and then we just owned a chicken. You've been doing bits <laughs> and you can walk. I was like, I was probably like <laughs> nine or something i think it was in primary school like uh elementary um it's pretty funny and yeah and then i owned this little chicken and we took it to my grandma's farm and i just i was like that's my chicken oh my god (laughs) so it started as a bit and then you kind of gained a lifetime friend (laughs) that's that's how a lot of my bits go, man. Uh, Melanie, what's been shaking you? You have the floor. Any shaking current obsessions, you. obsessions, aggressions, whatever. Oh, okay. So I thought you were saying it could be something that you're angry about. Uh, air a grievance, current obsession, gonna, something that's on your mind, anything. Okay. I'm going to air a grievance. And this is with friends of mine who send me a message on Facebook, but it's very obvious that they've sent the same message to like six other people because it's like almost like a paragraph, but there's no sort of personality traits or like, hello, Mel, or anything. And I just know that they are like getting frustrated about something and want an opinion, but I know how many, and then I'll message my other friend and go, did you get this from James? And they'll be like, yes. Sorry, James, for airing this grievance on the pod, but... (gasps) Gotta stop it. Let's keep our conversations personal. So it's not so much like a because sometimes like the the 
uh, kind of like copy paste messages are very obvious, but this is like, hey, I need help. Like, sorting. totally. Like, yeah, it'll be things like, you know, like, I don't know. They'll take like, they'll have some headshots and they want help choosing. But the thing is like, I can't decide between six and seven. What do you think? And it's all like very vague. And I'm like, you've asked a hundred people this. This does not feel like I have any say in this opinion. What I say won't, it'll just be a percentage point of what makes your decision. (laughs) Why don't you just do a Twitter poll? (laughs) You're polling. That's so funny. People don't do that to me, but people just... Don't really text me that much. <laughs> people don't text you. Yeah. yeah. People don't reach out to you generally. So, yeah, feel free to give James my digits. I uh, would love to kind of wax anything with him. Yeah. Um, like, you seem like, <laughs> are you okay? Like, are you all right? Hmm? Like, oh, I mean, I'm Gucci, <laughs> main. <laughs> no, but I'm, oh, I, I really I see, could I can use see some, what, a friend. I can see why yeah. this is happening to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You get it. You get it. It didn't take so, that long. Um, Melanie, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's very funny app. I can't wait to edit this. Uh, again, the floor is yours. Uh, anything to plug? Any upcoming projects? Any shows? Any uh, tour dates? Since there's seemingly only four people with COVID. Uh, social media, what have you. The floor is yours. Oh, I don't know how many New Zealand vis- like listeners you have. Watch Last Dad Standing. Um, on have, on Australia, I'm on a show called Have You Been Paying Attention, which is cool. Watch that. Otherwise, I'm like, just just find me on social media, Melanie Bracewell, on most things. Oh, you know what? Actually, what I do want to plug, I've started Twitch streaming. Um, which, <laughs> Playing I games? Honestly, or I was inspired because I saw Amir was doing it, and I was like, oh, that actually looks like a fun thing to do during lockdown. So during this next this lockdown, I bought all of the all of the equipment and I'm just such a like little dweeb like learning how to use Twitch and it makes me sick but I love it. It's so fun and I'm so shit. What do you what do you stream? So I've been just playing Fall Guys because that's what everyone is playing at the moment, but I right. have just bought a a scary game um and I'm like easily frightened. Um so that's what that's going to be. It's going to be a lot That's of really fun. That's incredible. I will watch that. I want to see you kind of go, I can't ah. wait to see that. <laughs> so go check out Melanie on Twitch. Uh, at Melanie Bracewell on everything? Yeah, I think I'm at Melodoodle on some things. Who cares? Oh, fuck. I I'm sorry. Fucking... I, I No, like... I would have killed to have at Jeffrey James on any platform. Oh, man, but Melanie... You Jeffrey James can. is like probably a more common name than Melanie Bracewell. There's only one other yeah. one I sort of know of that's... On Facebook. So I'm run of the mill. I'm run of the mill is what you're telling me. No, yeah, you're kind of like basic, like plain, like (laughs) kind of blends in in a crowd, like wouldn't notice you or your Mm. name or your face. Uh, Why don't you ask Willa? Why don't you ask Willa if I blend in? I was going to say, you might might need the cable knit sweater. I have, and she said, can you please get him to stop emailing uh, the support line for this this Zoom theater? (laughs) When you say it like that, it makes me seem undateable. <laughs> Jeff's oh, a magician who loves Zoom theater. Oh, man. Fuck. No, it's honestly refreshing because anytime I go on like a panel show or something here in New Zealand, that is the running gag. Is like Melanie is a, a lonely loser. But um, now that you're here, you've kind of taken that role from me. So you've passed it feels the baton amazing. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. 
I can't believe this is um, how it ends. <laughs> Perfectly well, Melody, smooth thank flight. You horrible so landing. So much for coming on. This was such a treat. This was so much fun. Well, Willa, this is for you. If you do want to find Rodney, Stop. he's on Instagram at I am Jeffrey James on Twitter okay, at go on. Plano James. Um, you can listen, find more review review content at Review Review Show at, on Twitter um, at Review Review on Instagram subreddit r slash Review Review. You were, this was a treat. Um, Thank you so much, Melanie. We would love to have you back. Uh, if you're ever in LA, hit us up. Uh, I we do move a lot. to LA. When the Are you actually going to move? It. Yeah, I am. I was going to move <gasps> this year, but it was uh, cancelled <laughs> right. due to the pandemic. We would, uh, yeah, just let it, hit us up well, if you ever want to hang out in LA uh, or do one of our live shows. We do a, a live show at Headgum, called Headgum Live at Lyric Hyperion. We'd love to have you. Um, so thanks for coming on. Thanks. We'll see you guys again next week. Arriva Dare. Chee. That was a Headgum original.